yeah, you are back with another episode of Anthropophagy, where we mind and mind coaches. Your boy Elsa Doso, Leone, Swada, Silkman, and Silky, your silkiness, the silkster representing in the city. You hear what Anthro Pop Juicy said. This is Louie Nugu, the People's Champ. Uh, the resident Rizzo of the podcast. You know all the aliases by now. And we are here on a beautiful day in the park, socially distanced, trying to avoid the Rona, because it is still Rona season. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Got to keep your eyes open in your wallet, in your front pocket, your fucking nose full of nostrils. Don't nose so full of nostrils. <laughs> yeah, keep your nose full of nostrils. But uh, I was going <laughs> to yeah, what he said. But uh, so uh, for all those who don't know, I just got married and uh, taking the next step in my life. It's a beautiful hey, thing. Thank you. Thank Yes, sir. So the natural next step, and it helped out a lot because this has been a corona wedding like a corona season wedding through and through and what that means for me was it was a smaller ceremony like it wasn't a lot of people we didn't have to rent out a big hall it, we, we spent literally like i ain't gonna say literally but we spent next to nothing on it and it was beautiful like we got the venue we yeah, wanted it down. greatly reduced price like all, all this stuff did the honeymoon it, it, it was super cheap wasn't a lot of people so all that money we're saving on a wedding, we are directly putting into the house search because we're buying our first house. Yeah, doing it big. They about to get in a state. All the niggas that hate. Well, if you don't stop rapping, man, <laughs> you didn't make it, man. <laughs> but uh, so it, it, it's interesting house hunting and just in this day and age, in this era of uh, of kind of nervousness and everybody taking extra precautions, like the I remember this one house we went to. It was a beautiful house, like it was the furnishing was nice, like it, uh-huh. somebody really put their heart soul to, like it, it, it was great. Like, but the second you went in, it was these you saw these little booties that you were supposed to put on, like the things that slide over the bottom yeah. of your shoes. I'm like, okay, yeah, but I'm not putting those on because there was one that was clearly where you picked up from and one that was clearly where you put the used ones. Okay. But people started putting them in both. Like, you could see oh, that one. Wow. I'm like, yeah, okay, nah. So you about to be wearing somebody else's boobies. Exactly. Oh, damn. So it was a wrap on that. You don't want to be, you don't want to be in random booties. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> Safety hazard. Definitely. So the second thing I noticed was it was a sign on the couch that said, do not sit on couch, like in bold letters. Like I'm like, okay, well, did somebody sit on the couch? Like maybe, maybe they was doing a Rick James. Like, it was, like <laughs> why did you have to put a sign up for that? Like I, I wouldn't normally just come in and sit on somebody's couch down right. looking at the house, but okay. So then I seen the do not touch light switch, leave lights on. <laughs> like, and I'm going around the house and it's these fucking notes Bodies. on everything oh, saying wow. don't, don't open the refrigerator. <laughs> like, who's opening refrigerators, bro? Like, so we, well, I mean, if it's furnished, you want to see well, how many shelves you got in that in that refrigerator for your Coors Light. That, there's so much wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, it, it was just interesting to see. Oh, but uh, if basement was a mac like they had a bar down there i didn't see no uh no signs on the bar like i was about to pour up a drink uh, my wife stopped me <laughs> but yeah like it, it was just weird like it, i couldn't imagine that then i kind of put myself in their shoes like having all these people yeah especially house. with corona going on yeah, yeah so i, I kind of get it at the same time but yeah i mean not to so i, I did a little house hunting of my own looking at houses on the water, because, you know, I'm all about big money plays, you know what I mean? Right. So um, I went to this house, and, yeah, it felt weird. Like, they still live there. You right, know, you got exactly. clothes all up uh, in there and cookies all over the place, <laughs> you know, lingerie everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's some freak nasty, man. She had her lingerie all out, you know. She had her phone number there for me to take right down. And it wasn't just me. 
that number was there for everybody. It was like a piece of lingerie and a phone number. Because in all of her pictures, she looks sad with her husband. So it was weird. So, you know, people trying to get the trying to get that off and then uh on uh doing the Rona, man. Trying to get right. that trying to get that cuckold action. <laughs> that is a major like porn category, right? Because property tax sheriff. People showing the houses and yeah. shit. <laughs> that's apparently that's a thing. That was wild if I wasn't there with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, so I, I noticed that, like, and then I noticed, like, I was looking out where I am now, like, I'm deeper in the suburbs, like, so uh, the houses out there, like, you see all these uh, the American flags and, like, it's, it, it was kind of, like, yeah. off-putting, like, you shouldn't feel a certain way, like, seeing an American flag, it should so it should be like a so what like a more of an afterthought but this motherfucker had like one of those football field size flag bro wow. so it was the biggest flag I've ever seen in my life <laughs> I'm like this, this isn't like a salute to the troops or some patriot this is you rubbing that shit in my face yeah, like, and that's the, I'm American too bro tone it down exactly that's the thing it's it's there to say you're not as American as me exactly. or you're not American exactly. because I see if you're in you know, Madagascar or China somewhere, mm-hmm. and you, you want to represent for your home country, so you you have an American flag outside your right, house. Right. But you don't need to have that in Shelby Township or Farmington <laughs> exactly. Hills. We all American. Exactly. We're not even on the border, exactly. man. I see if you're near Windsor, you want to put that up <laughs> right. just in case the red coats come or something. But otherwise, you're good, man. We're all American here. It, it, again, it, a normal size flag, like one of the ones that hang on the uh, the posts or the pillar or something like that. A little, I, I get that, like, but like the big full size looked star spangled banner flag that bitch looks like but, it's been to a war or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it though, because that's what they were all about. The flag, you gotta respect the flag. It's it's like a. I don't know if I'm using this term right, but it's a red herring. It's just something to put out there for us to project some kind of esteem to and based upon what you do, whether you burn this or you don't kneel to it or you don't put your hand on your heart, you lock arms with other people instead of putting your hand on your heart, then you're not, you're a bad American. You're un-American. That's what that shit is. So when you see a motherfucker with a big flag, you know, they might as well have the Confederate flag. Yeah. Because it's, it's part of holding on to some kind of past. Even with that American flag, when you're when you're that ostentatious with it, unless you like Jules Santana, then you can you can get that pass. <laughs> but if you a white man, you can't be walking around with that Jules Santana, you know, say jumpsuit and bandana on, man. You can't get that off, <laughs> bro. I see Kev with a fucking powder blue, pink and white <laughs> American flag. Oh, that shit was so cold. cold. Yeah, that shit was cold as fuck. It was like the pastel colors instead of the yes. primary one. That shit was... Yeah, that, he got that off. Yeah, I'll look that up. That, that's the only that's the only acceptable flag wearing for me is Dipset circa 2005. Right. Like, <laughs> anything outside of that, I can't get with it. But uh, yeah, like so... The, it, it was funny because... That made me feel just like, uh, I, I don't know. Hey, I don't want to live next to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then we went to closer to the city, still in the suburbs. Cause I, mean, I ain't going back to the city. Like, let's be honest. I got kids now. <laughs> I'm not trying to put them in better schools. You know, I ain't trying to pay for in the Cranbrook, man. Yeah. I, I ain't got that Cranbrook money. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So we uh, are closer to the city in the suburbs, but it's a whole different, um, it's a whole different vibe. Like we're, before we got there, we got there probably 20 minutes ahead of the uh, what was real the city. Was it Oak? I think it was Oak Park. Okay. It, so, uh, Oak Park is on a come up, like the probably that was shooting up. So, mm-hmm. this one was listed at lower than what it was going to uh, appraise for. We already knew that. They got a unique thing going on in Oak Park where their street sign is on the fucking freeway. <laughs> you notice that? No, I don't. Yeah, you go on 696. They had a big ass Oak Park thing over, <laughs> over the overpass. No, no, I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. But so, again, we 20 minutes early, we're riding around, and 
I'm not even exaggerating. This ain't hyperbole. At least every third house had uh, either Black Lives Matter, Love is Love, like, or, or the one with all of them on it, coexisting, all, all that shit. Like, it, it felt welcoming, but at the same time, it it was the same thing, like, with the big flag, like, okay, calm down. Calm down. Right. <laughs> yeah. It just, and I didn't see, for the, for the but, first 10 minutes, I didn't see no black people. It, it was all white people. It was, and it was more welcoming, but at the same time, I'm like, y'all, so y'all trying too hard. Here's the scenarios, two scenarios you have. You have being by the guy with the big American flag. You got to worry about a cross being burned on your lawn <laughs> or calling the cops on you. Or you be around all these Black Lives Matter flags and LGBT flags with these white people. You got to worry about wanting to come over your house all the time. Yeah. Want to, yeah. Wanting to braid your kid's hair. Bringing <laughs> you casseroles and shit. Inviting you to ba- invite you to trivia nights all the time. So you got to pick your battles, man. Exactly. You know, you want to live. Or, or worst case scenario, it's like a get out situation. <laughs> like, right. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'd vote for Obama again if I could. I'm thinking I'm going to write Obama in right now. <laughs> right. And then they actually you want to harvest your 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 eyes or something <laughs> right <laughs> it's just weird it's a fucking weird time bro it's a weird fucking time either way you go that's why i move uh, when i when i move out of out of the uh the family estate i'm going to uh <laughs> i'm definitely going to be in the city man because i'm a real you know i'm a real nigga you know what i'm saying and i i use the n-word lightly I, I, you know, but I'm a real nigga, so I live in the city, man, by the water like a boss, because I make big money plays. Bro, shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? Bro, why do you sound like, uh, what, what, what's the dude name off of Fresh? Or what was his friend name, Chucky? I don't know. I bust them stupid dumb moves. <laughs> That's what you sound like, man. That's how I live, man. I get it how I live, man. Birds of a feather. All right, Khalees. Who was that, Rihanna? <laughs> Oh, I get it how I live. Who <laughs> you would say that? That's not that's not where that comes from. I get it how I live. It ain't, it ain't no, that's that, where you heard it. It ain't from that shit. That's Fuck where you got you. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, nah, man. Ah, uh, fuck out of here. Oh shit. But oh, the other interesting thing, like and this, I think this is the last I'm gonna say on this. But we walking through these beautiful homes, like in like. Not all of them. Some of them were shit, but like uh, some of them were really nice, and you could tell that the the people were black. Like the first one with all the signs, I'm like, oh, this this some some black woman shit. Like then we went to the bank and we seen all the books and shit. Like uh, I think she was like a lawyer or something. Okay. And like we went to this other house, and this these were. Uh, uh, some realtors that are realtor new, like the house wasn't even on the market yet, but it had like a football size backyard, like football field size. Like it was that big, like not even exaggerate. And like the, it didn't have a fence. It had like trees that went all along the property line and lined it up. Like so it was like a natural privacy fence, but like it, it wasn't any fence. Like it was wide and bro, I'm telling you, like you you don't, it, it felt like you was in an empty field, like your next door neighbor was probably 300 yards behind you. Hmm. It, it was nice. And they were telling us like, yeah, um, they wanted to sell it to somebody black, like, because it's <clears throat> the white people were starting to come back. Like, I think that might have been Southfield, like the edge of Southfield. Okay. And, you know, white people kind of, well, black people kind of pushed them out of there, but they're yeah. starting to come back back. Uh, like, they're okay. starting to come back downtown, too. Yeah. Or not necessarily down, but just in other parts of the city. Like, so, and I, I was kind of reflecting that it was a time when I wouldn't have been able to even look at that house. They would have told me it was already sold. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, they, they, it, uh, Detroit used to be so segregated and like yeah. <laughs> just to have that opportunity to from my parents like the, I think the generation before my parents was the was first the, people to move outside of Black Bottom like over to the well, west side was the, so the generation before your parents would be like they were born in the 20s or the 30s I think so yeah 
so the so, generation before that was the a raisin in the sun generation that exactly. couldn't move out. Yeah, yeah, they was in black box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they couldn't. And like on um, in my on my old block, it it was uh like commemorative uh like plaque saying this is the first black family that moved into this entire oh, neighborhood. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And they got in because they didn't know they were they were light skinned. So oh, they thought yeah, they were white. Right. They got in that bitch like ah oh, wow. <laughs> and they had to go through a whole bunch of shit. But like then when we got over there it was all black. Then we moved east and we moved to a mostly white at the time neighborhood like over there on Roxbury. Like it, yeah. it was a shitload of white people. Like then they started leaving <laughs> and it, it was what it was but like it just it feels good to be able to keep that momentum going like going out further and doing bigger and better things that the generation before like didn't really have the opportunity to like and my yeah. kids hopefully uh, take it a step further or what, what seems to be happening is black people are moving more out into the suburbs and white people are moving into the city yeah, true. But um, I, I'm okay. Yeah, so I was uh, less talking about um, the area so much as the step forward. Like, because our house on the west side, it was a two family flat. We moved to the east side, had a little bit more room, nicer area. Then I moved out here, like, and especially if we would have got that other house. And now we got actual, like, I would have to get a a riding line for you, you know what I'm saying? Like just, oh, just I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 like doing bigger and better that wasn't really, that, that wasn't even an option back when my pops was younger. Like he couldn't went out to where I'm going, looking at house, like trying to get the most bang for your buck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because back then they had um, regional racism. Definitely. So it wasn't like the South where Jim Crow colored all, you know, whites only, but it was very clear that, you know, you can't, you can only go so far. You only can live in certain areas. And that was something that was happened throughout the Midwest and then up, you know, the East Coast. The, the North, yeah, the North period. They had like racial covenants here where it was no, it wasn't like a law that was on a book. So you can't come in and have the federal government desegregated or, or say, uh, that black people shouldn't be allowed to live here because black people were already allowed to live here. But what they had was these racial covenants that once you get your uh, uh, lease or mortgage or whatever, like it'll be something in the contract that you're not allowed to sell that shit to a black person. And even if it wasn't, like that was just how it, it was how it was. Like to the point to where even when they made those illegal, it was just still done because it's it's just business as usual. It wasn't like it, it was tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. keep this area right. Keep our community white. Yep. Which I don't. I mean, what what would be the hazards of being around black people in your neighborhood? Are you worried about having like like dumbbells on and and on the lawn? <laughs> you know, people. No, because one, one once move, on the move in, then they bring in all their cousins and they moving in and there goes the property value. They want to destroy the suburb. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> like destroy the suburb. Right. Like, like it's an intention that you, you make a decision to, to buy a house in a neighborhood to mess it up. Nobody does that. <laughs> like that's you know? the end goal. Like the end like, goal I, want, like, I want my property value to go down. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, like going back to what you were saying of that, because that's something you have to think about. You can't just say, "Hey, I like this house." You got to think about the neighborhood yep. who you're going to live around, because yep. especially, you know, sadly, and this, you know, still to this day, being a black man in America, you can have nosy ass, scary, racist neighbors that call the cops on you. You just moving in, right? They could, you know, you, you know, out of nowhere, they coming in your house with guns drawn. Exactly. You just moving exactly. in or something, and God forbid you got a permit for a gun and you got a gun on the premises, they can kill you and justify they killed you because oh, he had a gun in the house. Exactly. Not exactly. he had a gun pointed at me, said he was going to kill me, or anything. He had a gun in the house. 
speaking of that, justice for Breonna Taylor yeah. was say her name. Say her name. Like it, it, it was a fucking travesty. It was a sham. And I, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but I, I just wanna say this, like he was charged with wanton endangerment, right. wasn't it? Like and nothing to do with Breonna Taylor. Right. He murdered. She's dead. Right. Like those shots weren't meant for her, but they killed her. That's okay. She's black. He was charged for shooting to shooting his gun into an other other apartments where yep. he didn't hit anybody. That's yep. the only person who got in trouble. He wasn't the one who killed Breonna Taylor. They're fine. But you shot it. To, it could have been white people in there. Like that, right. that, that's the message that I get from that. And, and I never even heard that state, before. Wanton endangerment. That sounds like if I had, if I was babysitting a, 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 a nephew that's like two years old, and he in the drop top, <laughs> just hit a seatbelt in the front seat. You know, baby seat. That sounds like wanton endangerment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I'm shooting into a fucking house to kill somebody, but I was a bad shot. So it got into the other... But, like, in Kentucky, like, they were saying, oh, well, he shot at the police first, blah, blah, blah. They're saying self-defense, but it's not self-defense if you kill a bystander. (laughs) Like, she wasn't shooting. Mm -hmm. If you're shooting, and you're shooting blindly, and you kill somebody, you're responsible for that that you're right. not shooting the person yeah, who shoot the shot person at you. That shot at him. Like what? What if it was a a kid next door or what? Like what the fuck? Like because she was in the house with him. Like she's just okay to die. Like right. nah. If you if this wanton endangerment because your shots could have hit somebody who had nothing to do with that situation. How is it no charges for hitting somebody who had nothing to do with that situation? Right. You're at the wrong house. Like you didn't find shit. Wasn't nothing in there. She wasn't the one shooting, but you shoot. What if he was holding her hostage? Right. And you shot and killed her. Oh, well, we we, we, we were shooting through the wall trying to get him, hoping we hit him. Get the fuck out of here, man. That, yeah, that's it. And, and um, I, how can you not mention this motherfucker? But I remember he was on, on Fox News, no less. They talked about Breonna Taylor in this situation. Yeah. And he said, it's like golf, you know, sometimes you miss a putt, you know, they miss the what? putt. Yeah, he said that. What? To the point that, who's the white chick on um, Laura Ingram had to be like, I'm racist as fuck, but my nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really mean to say that, right? No. That's that, that was one of those moments. No. Like, I hate him too. But my nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like, can't say that. That, right. that. Not on TV. Like, damn. <laughs> God damn, man. But, um, but yeah, you got to be mindful of that where you're, wherever you're moving, you know, because a lot of times that's, and this isn't in something we really were going to get on, but a, a lot of the impetus for these situations is when somebody says, hey, there's a black guy in the park looks like he's got a gun yep. he's in his car waving it looks like he's got a gun he's just in his car on his cell phone right. he's waving a gun at a woman they stop him they're they're 20 feet 20 yards away from the dude yelling you know uh conflicting commands at him right. pointing a gun and then they shoot the motherfucker or shoot right. the person right. turns out they had nothing but it all started because of some per- somebody that feels uncomfortable with you being in their neighborhood exactly. calling the cops on exactly. And it's like, how can you really be sure, sadly, if you're in a, if you're in the right neighborhood where that doesn't happen? Right. Because right. we don't get the benefit of the doubt, sadly. At all. And we don't, not only that, but that's the light version of it. Mm-hmm. What, what you could have is like what happened in Warren, where somebody, like, they had a Black Lives Matter thing right. in their window. They yep. threw a brick, brick through their window, spray painted swastikas on their car, nigger, this, go oh, get out of here, slashed all the tires. Like, it, it, it's... It's hard, bro. And it's, it's weird. They say Black Lives Matter, then they also put on their terrorists, right? But... What do you base that on? Um, white people in the name of Black Lives Matter rioting. We're not bombing shit or going shooting up, you know, like uh, mega churches or it, or bingo games. 
I haven't heard of polka, polka dances. Right. Like, not one person. In fact, I did, I kind of looked into that, like, because I just assumed, just based off of my fleeting knowledge of Antifa <laughs> as an organization, it's not a fucking real thing. Like, it's, right. it's a group, this basically people who say, I don't like Nazis, so they right. go out and protest. I'm not okay with fascism. <laughs> I'm anti-fascism. But it's it's weird look, that in it, this it, country to be anti-fascism is a negative thing now. So it's it's a more and I was trying to get to the point where it's not an actual organization like the KKK has fucking all these made up positions, Grand Wizard and right, right. Red Dragon, like some Harry Potter type shit. And Mm. fucking roles and uniforms and shit and you gotta pay dues and like it's an actual organization where people are who do this shit like these other fucking right wing shits militias are actual organizations where people meet up and talk about the shit they put Antifa is just people show like if I go to a fucking protest I'm considered Black Lives Matter I'm, I'm not going to no meetings. I'm not doing that. But like, oh, a Black Lives Matter protest, blah, blah, blah. And they, right. it, same thing with Antifa. These fucking kids ain't <laughs> nothing. And they were arrested. Like, they looked, did a study, and they were looking at, like, all the arrest records and shit. And they found that all the, like, through the interviews, that the, the police found out that none of the people they asked or talked to or arrested really had any connections to Antifa. Like it, it wasn't like a th- they were just coming out to protest. Yeah, like, and they use that to want to get out the house. It, it, exactly, exactly. Like there has hasn't been like an Antifa mass shooting at a fucking uh, NASCAR fucking uh, what do you race or some shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it, right. it, it, that doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. But they say I saw a group of them. They were all they were on a plane, all wearing black. <sighs> But that um, goes to um, where we're talking about, like I I said, we were going to talk about like a, there's this Fox documentary or Roger Ailes or whatever. Okay. But that one was, you still got, you got to pay for that. I think it was on Apple TV or something. Apple TV. (laughs) But um, I think I I have Apple TV too. I saw out Fox. I started watching a bit of that. Okay. Which was 2004, which makes Ooh. what right what we what we're going through now like seem tame, right. you know. Right. But that's that's the tactic. It's it's that whole pot calling the kettle black thing. Like I'm just going to accuse you or weigh into you all this negativity and stuff. When really, I'm the one that's doing it. Yeah, exactly. So when you say Antifa's terrorists and all of this. No, it's people that just, you know, white people that's sick of racism. Exactly. Going out protesting. But you want to say Antifa and Trump supporters. When you say Antifa versus Trump supporter, (laughs) it sounds like these are this evil, vile group. You got people that just want to, you know, fulfill their patriotic duty. Right. No, it's people that are against racist motherfuckers. And being Antifa, <laughs> and with Trump supporters being racist motherfuckers. Right, exactly. So it's not as the way they paint it. But if you say something over and over again, like Goebel said, you know, people will believe it. You just right. keep hitting that. And you know what, man? Like, it's easier because, and I hate to say this, but a lot of those people are just stupid. Like, they and I don't mean like ignorant like oh I don't have the information like no the information is available people tell you the information and when confronted with it you go the other direction (laughs) you you can see what's going on you know it's bullshit you have evidence to prove that but you don't take any of that people are stupid so like when they when you hear something repeated over and over again like we hear it repeated over Uh and over again but we're not just gonna buy into it because we're not stupid. We actually look at the other sources and look at what other people are saying. It's not just he said it, so it has to be true. Like even on the left, if the left says something, I'm not just gonna. Uh, if it sounds crazy, I'm like, well, let me find some other sources for this. But I say that because it'll be situations where, again, you have a guy who would go to a protest 
who that's not in his city. Like I'm talking Kenosha. You mm-hmm. go to this place to protect buildings you don't own. Right. Like, and I think they said somebody threw like a plastic bag at him and he shot him in the head. That hey. was yeah, that that's what I that's what I heard. Then the second guy came Did you in. See the video? Him. I the only video I saw was of the second dude. I didn't see the first one. So the way I saw it, it looked like he was running for some reason. It that's where the, right. the most the, the video that's the earliest part of the scene is. How many people did he shoot in the video? Uh, three. Oh, you saw him shoot all three people? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I but didn't I, see that video. But I'm saying it started with he's running, they're all running, and then they ganged up on him, which was weird. He had a gun, but they all ganged up on him, like, jump running towards him, punching him and stuff, because they figure, I guess, oh, he's just a little boy with a gun. So then he ends up falling. And then once he falls, that's when he starts blasting people. But there was a point when people are running up on him, hitting him before he starts See, shooting. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Because I really wasn't trying to watch that fucking video. Which I didn't understand, like... Because... And that's the thing, you know, you always but have Wait, these... wait, real quick. You see how I didn't see the video. Uh-huh. You saw the video. You said, oh, this happened. And I said, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Like, they, that doesn't exist on the right. other side. And, and, and is that stupidity or that... is that willful ignorance? What's the difference? Right, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. The willful ignorance, that that's... That you're choosing to be ignorant. You're stupid. Right. Fucked up, man. Like, but I don't know, man. It's it, and you know, we, back we were talking about Fox. So, like, and Fox preys on those type of people, and they get them riled up to the point where they're willing to do that or willing to go into a fucking pizza place with an AR. Yeah, like, that's just it, what I was thinking. Pizza yeah, day. yeah. Or the Trump dude who was uh, mailing pipe bombs. He mailed out like 12 pipe bombs. Like, you don't even hear about that motherfucker no more. Yeah. I know you're talking about. He's like a, uh, a Native American guy. Yeah. Had the whole fucking truck decked out with Trump shit. Like, mailing pipe bombs to people. <laughs> None of them went off. But, like, it, you attract that type of energy like because because of the shit you put now and that's the goal it's not like oh shit we need to chill because it's, it's like no this shit is working <laughs> yeah and it's it's a it's a sad state of affairs that we're in when you don't even have a strategy or, or a vision for america it's just i want to maintain power and whatever yeah, keeps my name trending and keeps people foaming at each other. That's what I'm about. Yeah, and I mean, watching that outfoxed and seeing the way Bill O'Reilly was in that yeah. period, I can see this was the logical end. Now, I mean, this was, I wouldn't say end because that sounds fatalistic, but this was the logical progression of things between, you know, that line of reasoning, that, that way of thought in media and then having Trump being someone that has always been in the limelight to the point that Oprah 30 years ago was asking him when he's going to run for president, you know. <laughs> All right, so let, let me shoot Bill O'Reilly some bail real quick. I used to watch the O'Reilly fact. Like, I fucked with Bill O'Reilly, not in the sense of I agreed with him, uh-huh. but more in the sense of let me see what they're saying on the right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and cool. <laughs> That's what I would do to you. Okay. So I'll take it. So it was, but he was never, he had a racist tinge. Like it it left the racist aftertaste in your mouth, but fucking Tucker Carlson is fire holes to the base racist. Like just white supremacy just oozing out of his force. It's a difference. Like, and this Mm -hmm. was back then, probably. 2004, 2000, like early 2000s when I was, because I don't have cable no longer, I got Fox. But so that was then, like, but now it's a whole different breed, like, and what you said about the progression, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy or a a self fueling something, like, because you get the right wing uh, 
Fox News, then you get the right wing politicians, mm-hmm. and they're already far right, like further right than they've ever been. But the fucking news is fueling the base, pumping all this racism into them. So now you get people coming out who are even more racist than the original racist politicians, and they get in power. Yeah. Like, and you you have to try to out racist each other on yeah. the right just to keep your seat. Yeah. Like, so it, it's like with the Tea Party. That's what happened with the Tea Party. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to Trump, like the king of all racists. Yeah, and past that, QAnon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it, it's like you become more and more desensitized to how to think and, and, and interact with other oh, people, and right. and I, I and and I was just thinking, you know, because we, you know, I would say I, my my politics are more progressive. I watch MSNBC more than anything, so you hear all of the scandals. What? <laughs> you watch the same shit. Yeah, I do. I was bad. But you hear all of these stories, all of these well thought out, uh, factual, fact check. Yeah, you know exactly. stories that if it was in a movie, this would bring down an entire government. Yep. Every day yeah, on Rachel Maddow, right? It's just too bad. <laughs> to the point that it's like, how could anybody support this person after all of this? Because they don't watch Rachel Maddow. <laughs> They're only watching shit that is talking, saying what they want to hear and what they already hold to be true. But see, I watch Fox News sometimes, and they'll sit up there and say, yeah, Trump knew about how deadly Corona was, but he still chose to downplay it, saying, I quote, I I chose to downplay it. I still want to downplay it and still show up to a rally with no mask on. (laughs) You know, do the exact thing. Well, see, they're, again, they're stupid. On the right, they don't hold their politicians accountable. Like, they uh, they can molest a kid and people will still vote for them and still run for their seat. Like, Al, Fra- not Al Franken, uh, what, what was the guy who took the picture with his hand over the sleeping lady's breath? Or Anthony Wink, like when Democrats get caught in bullshit. Oh, no, that was Al Franken. That was Al Franken? Yeah, Al Franken. Wayner was super vile, super vile with it. Yeah, he, but what happened? He was out of there on, it was no if and such about it. Right. The second you heard about it, you was like, damn, man, because he, uh, he was a good politician. Too bad he's going to be out of here or good riddance, but like we need somebody with that voice now but it, it wasn't a, oh shit what's, how is it going to play out? Is he going to get found guilty? Nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know he's out of there. It's a wrap. The most, even to that point say we were in a similar situation. Well, I don't say it. Uh, let me not say we. Yeah. But Democrats were in a similar situation as the Republicans right now where they're in a, you know, there's an election coming up. Right. They have the authority to make a Supreme Court choice. Uh-huh. They wouldn't do it. No, they would because this is a new phenomenon that happened with Obama. Like when Obama... <laughs> Obama didn't do it. No, Obama couldn't do it because they wouldn't vote on it. He not they he nominated somebody and they wouldn't vote to oh, confirm. Right, yeah, because they and they said, oh sure. well, and that's not that hasn't happened in the entire history of the country. Like they've been plenty of fucking seats that were voted on and confirmed in the last year of the president. That's some shit Mitch McConnell just said to steal a Supreme Court seat, and he did it. Oh, so that's... that was the first time that ever happened. So they chose not to vote because of that. Yes. Be, oh, wow. Be, so, because they knew it was going to be a new president, and they like, uh, no. <laughs> but the Constitution says you have to vote. Yeah, it doesn't say when. Wow. So, yeah. He, he just made that decision, and now, we're, and it's kind of ironic, because 
it just shows you what it's really about because we're in the exact same position yeah. with even less time, like yeah. six weeks. Like he said, within a year, mm-hmm. it's six weeks to the election. And uh, yeah, no, fuck y'all. His whole purpose in the Senate, they haven't passed no legislation outside of like some shit they had to do to keep the country running or like yeah, the I just saw a headline a day ago saying something about government avoid shutdown. Why the fuck y'all keep almost shut down? Because the Senate doesn't do shit. Like, but they're the only... I'm not going to say they don't do shit. They put racist, hardline, right-wing people on the bench ran it the fuck up. Yeah. I think it was like 200, something over 200 yeah. judges they put on. Like, in yeah. all people who are gonna... And three Supreme Court justices yeah. now. Who are gonna... Who are gonna That's his legacy. Abortion. That's yeah. his legacy. And That's it's Trump's a hell of a fucking legacy, legacy. Yeah. It's Trump's fucking legacy. But nobody's gonna remember it for that, for, thankfully. They're, they're gonna... They, they, I would just... say they will remember Mitch McConnell more for that than Trump. Trump is gonna be... If remembered at all, like a fucking well, I was gonna say it depends. He would be, but it depends on if he wins. Because if he doesn't leave, he might not be remembered as anything. Because he'll destroy the fucking history books, become a right. president for life and shit. Yeah. And you can't even think no bad shit about him. He'd be Kim, Kim Jong Un. Because the thing is. Countries were all full of well-meaning people and, and democracies and scholars and people that knew the right way of doing things. And then somebody in power said, fuck you and all your conventions, which he's been doing ever since he started, decided to run. He's been on this sort of steamroll of, of, yeah. of not necessarily what's the rule, but what is what the, the sociable, you know, the nice accepted thing to do in situations. Yeah, not even that. Like, he will come to a problem and he knows nothing of the laws or the practices of any of that. Like, he's not intentionally committing crimes. He's saying, this is the problem. I want to do this. And then the people around him are saying, well, you kind of can't do that. That's illegal. Fuck you, I'm doing that. And if he gets enough pushback to where somebody says, no, I will quit if you do that. And everybody behind me is going to quit. Like, it's impossible. Like, for if it's more trouble for him to do that, he won't do it. But if it's a situation where it's illegal and they say, well, we could kind of get around. Like, if he got, has the right criminals around him, like the, the fucking Paul Manafort, the uh, Michael Cohen's, the Bill Bars, who's going to enable him. He's going for it. But even like, that's with illegal shit. If it's just some shit that's the norm, like let's talk about this electoral shit. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the Constitution that says the electoral college has to vote based on what the voters say. So, like, let's say oh, wow. Michigan yeah. overwhelmingly yep. votes to elect fucking Joe Biden. Yep. That, the electoral college, that is like, how many votes does Michigan have? Two? Nah, then they got like 16. Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, so those 16 electoral college votes will go for Joe Biden traditionally, but there's nothing in the Constitution. Because there's an actual person that's mm-hmm. making that decision. Exactly. It's not an automatic thing. Exactly. And it's nothing saying he has to vote with what the people say. Right. So what they're trying to do now And nothing is, holding them accountable either. Exactly. Wow. So what Trump is trying to do is <laughs> install people in those spots that are just going to say, oh, well, voter fraud, voter fraud. We don't know if it's voter fraud, so I'm going to just vote for Trump. Like, that's what that, that's, that's what he's going for. That's some real autocratic. That's that's the shit. That's, and, that's the shit, you and, know? And that's a wildly against the norm, but he doesn't get, he sees a problem, there's a solution. He doesn't give a fuck. And it's the just problem is people not. don't like me and I'm horrible at this job, but I, I want to keep it. Yeah, if I don't keep it, I go to jail, so you know what? <laughs> right. Wow. We got to get rid of them ballots. <laughs> this nigga said, we don't have any ballots and motherfuckers don't vote. Then I'm good. <laughs> who says that? <laughs> who, what, what elected politician? Who says that as like if you're running for class president in high school, <laughs> you don't say something like that? 
You don't like, run all anymore. All we gotta do is get rid of the ballots, and I, I'm good. Like I, you don't run anymore. Like you, you don't get to be class president right, right. if you say that. You don't get to be alderman, and not even in 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 private. Like you, you say that to the camera, right? To everybody. You don't get to be dog catcher. How's this motherfucker still president? God damn. And it all goes to what I've been trying to segue into is the social dilemma that we face right mm. now because of social media. And social dilemma, y'all need to check that out. It's a uh, documentary, semi-dramatized documentary on uh, fa- on I say on Facebook, on Netflix about uh, the creators of like all different types of social media platforms. Like they got uh, engineers and uh, the people who were in charge of monetization, the people who really put the shit together. They're mm-hmm. talking to them and every single one of them is adamant that it's a fucking problem yeah. that nobody saw coming. When they were building it, they didn't see the ramifications of it. And now that we're knee deep in it, they're kind of just discussing like exactly how it works. But go ahead. Not to no, no. And going back to the start of this, man, and when I say start of it, of as we know it now, Internet 2.0, you know, there was the, it was the fucking movie, the the social network, uh, where he had this this squirrely guy who was a sociopath, who wasn't getting no pussy, who was like shitty to his friends, um, who could only get an Asian girl once he got money. And this is Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. This is the motherfucker that rules the world because Facebook rules the world because Literally. everything has to be done on your phone. You got to have some profile. And it's to the point where your Facebook account is your goddamn passport on the Internet. Yeah. Like, you sign you up for stuff for Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So, so like we, we, we talked about earlier. Wait, real quick. Let me get, go ahead. throw this in. And it's so crazy because me, a person informed who knows all this shit, when I run into somebody who doesn't have a Facebook, it's, what the fuck? You don't got a what's What the fuck is wrong with you? How do you right. not have a Facebook? Like, right. and me knowing this shit, I have a Facebook and I'm judging you if you don't. It's fucking crazy. Think of the name of this shit. Facebook. <laughs> like, judging a book by its cover. <laughs> face book like I can see your face I can read you like a book I know everything about you because of your face because that's how it started yeah. it started off with this dude could get no pussy so he said <laughs> alright I'm going to take all the pictures of the women that go to Harvard and I'm going to put their pictures up against each other and the dudes are going to vote on who's hot and who's not Right. right. so it was like y'all not going to give me none I'm about to objectify all you hoes. Yeah, right. That's how Facebook started. Yep. Some incel shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So no wonder this dude is silent when it comes to Big Daddy Trump and all his racist <laughs> incel bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No wonder. Because yeah. that's Big Daddy to him. Yep. You know, right. when I said Big Daddy Trump, I wasn't referring to me saying Big Daddy <laughs> Trump. I'm referring to Mark Zuckerberg referring to Trump as Big Daddy Trump. <laughs> the same way Stephen Colbert used to refer to Bill O'Reilly as Papa Bear. Right, That's why I don't right. fuck with Stephen Colbert. Bro, fuck out of here. Shut up, man. What are you talking about? Do you? Come on, man. He was playing a character. <laughs> nah, I still believe there's something to that. Bro, he was completely making fun of that guy. Like, he, he was, it was like almost method. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, it, but it was always, it, he had a segment well, called truthiness. <laughs> well, well, my social media feed showed me that, that Stephen Colbert was a, a GOP operative. And that's what I believe. <laughs> that's the left wing conspiracy shit. Yep. <laughs> See how it happens. <laughs> See, that's how it happens. That's what happens with your social media feed. It's suggestion. Oh, you, and it's all designed, just, it's not designed to give you critical thought. It's not designed to give you information that helps you make better decisions. It's just designed to keep you on the screen. It's exactly. just designed to keep your eyes Bro, on that screen. If you look, if you watch that documentary, <laughs> man, they say, literally, they designed the refresh button 
to feel like a slap machine, like pulling a slap. Like you mm-hmm. pull it down, you might get something new, you might get something you like. Like so, it hits a certain part of your brain subconsciously that you don't even realize. Yep. But they do because they went, they studied psychology and went to these seminars about the best way to hook people on some shit without yeah. them knowing it. They actually had a program or class or curriculum at Stanford called persuasive science that all these people that are the leaders at these social media platforms, you know, people that are in charge of growth and engagement, they all went through this. And again, people like us who consider themselves somewhat in the know are still looking at you crazy if you don't have one. Right. Like, we're, still we're, we're on our phones it. looking right. at stuff. My shit is open to Facebook right now. <laughs> right. You spend your day going from Instagram, oh, let me see what Instagram say to Facebook. Oh, let me see what Facebook say to Twitter. Oh, let's see what Twitter say. Yep. And then there's all these other ones. There's Reddit, which I have no idea yep. how that works. Uh, Tumblr. And then on top of that, especially with Facebook and Instagram, you notice how you post stuff to both of them? Right. You know? Yeah, because yeah. they, they, Facebook owns both of them. <laughs> So. And then you got the, the the horrible ones, like, well, they're all horrible, but the particularly despicable ones like 4chan, where the people mm-hmm. were fucking live streaming, shooting, mass shootings and shit like But that doesn't just happen on 4chan. That happens yeah, on Facebook yeah, Live. on Facebook, too. Yeah, the people going live. People get, it's to the point where I, I heard Sada Baby said this lyric. I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. He said, pussy nigga got shot and he ran into the gram. But then I started watching, then I started going to World Star Hip Hop a lot more. <laughs> and that actually happens a lot. There's a lot of pussy niggas getting shot and going to the gram more than you would expect. It's a lot of it. They ain't calling 911 or nothing. They're like, oh, how come these niggas ain't got me, bro? What the fuck? Like, yeah, not calling 911 or nothing. Yeah, Sada Baby. Yeah, yeah Sada Baby telling the truth, man. Shout out to Sada, man. Yeah, bro, that's sort of crazy. Big eight. But yeah, that's that that kind of lends itself into why people can why Trump can get away with everything he does because nothing's legitimate anymore. And which goes more to the social media too, with how they do that is they don't show you and their Facebook is has started to put fact checks on stuff, but like they're still oh, you like this kind of thing? We're gonna show you more of that to right. harden your resolve on yep. whatever stance you take. Yep. Like so you don't they're not giving you the opposing views. Right. They're giving you the shit that feeds into it and oh you like the the Pizzagate shit? Well, look at this QAnon shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so, so it's, uh, oh, you're a flat earther, huh? Well, like, this anti-vaccine shit is right up your alley. <laughs> and, and, and part of that is because... Wait, hold on. Let me, the, go ahead, go. the flip side of that is somebody like me who will be on Facebook and I will be looking at some Dr. Fauci shit. And then they'll give me some studies that came from fucking Europe about how the U.S. is fucking us. So, like, I'm seeing, and it's generally from better sources, but I'm not somebody who <coughs> gets my news on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I actually go to news sites and read articles and shit, so I kind of see objective views. And, like, I, I read articles from everywhere, not just, uh-huh. like, MSNBC, but I, I'll go to fucking the New York Post and see what the fuck they're saying. Or like, it's, it's interesting you say that because I remember I was working for this company in Houston, um, and there was this other girl that worked with me. This was an executive recruiting firm where if you do well, you make really good money. Here. So she was killing. Me. She was making like at least three hundred thousand oh, dollars doing okay. this job. Here, she's pulling it in. Um, and from Michigan too, actually. She okay. kinda looked like um she looked like God, what's that name? What's that girl's name? The Bridget's Diary girl that changed her face. Uh, oh, Renee Zellwedge. Oh, yeah, okay. She looked like with Zellnay's wedge. So she was getting she was getting it off. But you know, we were up there this was around two thousand fifteen. And she was like, I get all my news from Facebook. <laughs> and it sounded like the most ridiculous thing. But that's the majority That's of what people, most people yeah, do. Yeah, they yeah. get their news from Facebook, man. And it's not object. It's not like just news. It's the news that you 
want. Like, they know your personal oh, yeah. outlook, and they send you more shit like that. What I was going to say um, that was interesting on that documentary was they mentioned how these companies make are the most profitable companies in, in the in the history of the world. Yeah. And the unique thing about it is these companies aren't like Standard Oil or something like that, where you got thousands of laborers in a field drilling oil or or like Ford building these cars. It's a few people and a ton of computers. And what you got with this ton of computers is, is, is algorithms designed to give you stuff based upon what you just looked at. Right. It's not based upon, let me give you something that balances out that argument. Exactly. No, I'm just going to, the, the goal is just to keep you on the screen so I can charge as much as I can to Zappos <laughs> or whoever to put exactly. a, put a, put a, um, ad in between these videos. Oh, and that, that gets you to like the monetization, like, because people look at it like, Oh, these apps are free, but they're mm. not free. Right. They, they're definitely being paid for it. Yep. But, you're not paying because mm-hmm. you're not the user. Like you're the product. You're the user, but like, oh yeah, no, it the, says in the well. Let, let me let me let me gild your lily. Pause. Um, there's a quote in the movie where it says the only two industries where the customer is called the user is illegal drugs and social media. Right. Because like you were saying, if if, a, if something if the product is free, you are the product. And that, that's what I was getting at. Like yeah. you're not the user because you're not paying for it. Like you're you're not uh the what we're misinterpreting is the the purpose of Facebook. It's not to post pictures and memes and stuff. No, it's to make money. It's to, it's to track it's to you. It, exactly. It's, it's, for, it's, it's to give you a space to say what you like and who you know and right. where you're going and how you feel. And the advertisers pay for that. They pay Facebook to get this information on you. And that's the most valuable thing. That's way more, like, what's more valuable than a space where some people are freely due to, you know, social proof, social peer pressure, posting things about what they like to do mm-hmm. or how they feel. Like, you actually like certain things on on Facebook. You're like, right. You like movies right. exactly. or you like exactly. certain causes and stuff like that. So you it's can telling go to exactly. your, your, your Facebook page and it says, I read these books and love right. these movies. Yep. <laughs> like, it, it, it's advertisement used to be a fucking room full of old white dudes right. saying, oh, these black kids want this. Mm-hmm. And like getting a group of black kids to say, hey, do you like this? Because we think you like this. Like now, no, go to Facebook. Facebook can tell you exactly what each one of those black kids want. And you don't even have to find them. You say Facebook. Yep. I want people who like this thing. Mm-hmm. Give them to me. And you pay them and they give you a list of, and then those people get these ads on their screen. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, and that's, uh, damn, I actually kind of lost what I was going to say in, in, in adjacent to that. But, um, yeah, it's, you're, you're the product, you're designed just as, oh, what I was going to say was this actually makes me want to watch Mad Men. Like, I've been looking for a show to watch like that. That's interesting because that is exactly what's going on now is... I don't have to guess. You right. know, I don't have to do a lot of right. research. All right. I can do, all I have to do is just pay for one of these exclusive accounts on Facebook where uh-huh. I get all the data and I can just do a fucking search. Yep. And then, yeah, and then you, like you said, you can send targeted ads. And, and it's so, it, it goes down to everything. It's so insidious would, would be the word as far as the, the ads. Because I mean I know you don't have you don't have this experience, but I'm on dating apps. Yeah. When you're swipe, all dating apps are just swiping. Right, right. As you're swiping, ads pop up while you're swiping. <laughs> you know. So it's everywhere. It's it's when you're searching for stuff, Best the time. ads show up on websites. Yeah, yeah. You can be like if you're really into like Asian porn, like 
a ridiculous amount of Asian porn. You could be on a church site and like ask for Asian porn pop up. Because like I said, the computers have no conscience. Right. Exactly. The computers are just going by, hey, I, hey, I thought you said you fuck with Asian porn. Yeah, you Not know today. You it's Sunday, nigga. I'm with my family. <laughs> what about this Asian ass porn right here? And the, the, the fucked up part is like, you do like they know you better than anybody else because it, it's no hiding from it. It's yep. only based on what you do. They they know what pictures not, not what pictures you like on Facebook. When you're scrolling past, they know when you stop and how long you yep. stop and what type of shit you stop for. Like it, it's that fucking intricate. And, and you already knew on its face, like okay, they know when I like something, right? Right. They're collecting that data. But now it's to how long are you looking at shit? Exactly. And exactly. coming up with things in the flyer based on the decision you make, let us show him this to keep his eyes on something. Or let's do this. Because you'll get, I'll get notifications from apps to say, hey, come fuck with us, basically, is right, what the notification right. is. Like, it'd be like an app saying, like, on these dating apps, it'd be like, Hey, man, it's a lot of bitches out here right now. <laughs> Ain't none of them hitting me up. Right. But they just want me to go right. back to the app. And you know what? Like, I, I'm going to bring it full circle with this. Like, So we just kind of laid out how Facebook works, how they use that, and how advertisers, advertisers get in and use what Facebook compiles and buys that. So full circle, Russia... Mm-hmm. just did what the advertisers did like yep. th- it wasn't a situation where oh they hacked facebook or they infiltrated any no it was already set up they just paid their rubles yep. <laughs> they because just paid their money you put your political affiliation even on dating apps bro uh-huh. like of like oh i'm republican i'm democrat i don't vote i'm undecided i'm right. moderate i'm independent right. all they got to do is like let's get all the independence all the don't votes all of that shit and and then we're going to target our bullshit ass towards them. Yeah, that's all you got to do. And the, and and that's what they did. And they there. And again, they do it with that, or they did it with that. Still doing it. They're trying to crack down on it. But then you got uh, what the fuck was his name? Um, that dude who just did the hearing on Joe Biden, the Republican dude. Oh yeah, I, I don't remember his name, but the one about his son. Oh, yeah, and was, that he was getting off with Ukraine, but it really wasn't nothing. Yeah, he he said it turned out that um that there was no smoking gun. That was what he said. Like, oh well, yeah, there's not going to be a smoking gun in this reporting. If you thought that there was, you were misled. But he was the one spouting off all this bullshit uh-huh. that he got from a certified Russian agent. Like, it is not at the certified, time certified, certified, certified. But it, it came out that like, yeah, he's being sanctioned by the U.S. government for being a Russian agent, and like, this is the dude that you're getting your information from. In Putting it into fucking congressional hearings, right? And it's completely debunked. That by, part, yeah. So that so part. they so now you have it's official in congressional hearings. Right. People reporting on that. One side is reporting honestly about it. The other side is Fox. They're mm-hmm. just reporting the bullshit, and the people on Facebook are sharing the bullshit reported from Fox. Yep. And Russia is buying the ads on Facebook <laughs> and sending those that shit to those people. It's fucking it's and, a cycle. And not even that. I mean, so that's a lot of layers. So you yeah. got the layer of, hey, you, you have a format where you're willing to give your information to, your peer pressure to do so. Ryan but Jones. But on top Senator, of that. Senator Ryan Jones, that's who was heading up the committee. But on top of that, like you mentioned, the people that you're hearing about this stuff from and you're sharing this stuff with, what are they called? Your friends. <laughs> right. <What the> fuck? <laughs> Shit is crazy. So man. it's like, who else are you going to like? Who has more influence over you? Like your friends have more influence over you, over your fat than your family because you make a decision to be friends with people. So 
you're in. So, like you said, they peddled it, the fake news bullshit. It goes into the ecosystem of social media, gets viral, and, and people share it. And people are more endeared to these people that they're getting all this information from, and they believe it. They buy into it, and then they're more inclined to share stuff. And you're more inclined to share something from somebody you know. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's a it's a <laughs> deadly cycle. Thing they were doing though, they were making these fake accounts where. <clears throat> They'll, they already have your profile. They know uh, who you are, where you work, where you go to school, like what your mortgage is, what kind of car you drive. Oh, they have all this information. I'm talking Cambridge Analytica. Like, uh, and they will have fake accounts who will friend you and parrot the stuff that you like and try to just push you to a certain, a certain way. Like, so. They're uh, they're doing that, and it's oh shit. I lost my train of thought. So they, they, okay, so these people they have all that information on you, uh-huh. and they'll friend you. So you'll think it's an actual person yeah. who's saying, "Oh, it's this rally, this uh pro gun oh, rally, blah yeah, blah blah," but right. it's not an actual person. It's a Russian bot. And that's the troll fucking, yeah, Exactly. That's and an actual job. People go into offices and right. do that So shit. look, it's, it's not an actual person who supports an actual thing or even an actual rally, but it's enough of them going to people saying it's this pro-gun rally that it turns into an actual yeah. rally. <laughs> so that's back to as we started this episode about people showing up being quote-unquote Antifa. Uh-huh. Nah, it was just some bots said, hey, my nigga, it's going down. Exactly. Tomorrow. And then they doing the same shit on the other side. Like, hey, man, I heard Antifa coming out, nigga. It's about to go down. (laughs) It's crazy, man. And it's like, with all that being said, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram (laughs) and all of your social media feeds to stay in touch with Anthropophagy. And rock with us as we continue to mine and mine culture. Oh, this your boy. You want to end it right there? Yeah, let's end it right there, man. It's your boy Louie Newton, the People's Champ, resident of the podcast, bringing, giving the people what they want. It's what I do, man. Yeah, man. It's El Cedoso, man. Leon and Swat, Silk Man, Air Silky, the Silkster, the Silkiness. Bring me that silky life. I'll let you for one time. Peace. <laughs>